listen now. I said, listen now. We about to push all your buttons on the next episode of Moment of Clarity. Couldn't live in the present cause I brought the past with me looking spiffy But I like to keep my issues drawn like a gun Moment of clarity industry man Stefan G What's happening everybody? You are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network I got my girl Kim a lady in the house What's happening? Excuse me, excuse me, I'm so sorry I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry Candid Kim in the house right now What's going on Candy Kim How you doing What's going on What's nah, going on I'm doing alright I'm doing alright Listen Mike's not with us today No No because Mike is out At an award ceremony Accepting the award For our radio station Who won best Radio station of the year Oh wow Yeah Congrats so, Absolutely pretty cool stuff So Mike's out Accepting the award On our behalf so, You know Moment of Clarity Kind of made that happen You know It was all It was all us It was all a dream <laughs> Right. I used to read Word Up Mac. No, exactly. Um, so I don't think Mike read Word Up Mac. I don't think Mike read I'm, Word Up Mac. I'm just either. saying. <laughs> I don't think he did. So I got you in the studio today, and you've been giving me a hard time already. We only been in here for like 10, 15 minutes, and you're already giving me grief. What's up with that, man? What kind of grief? I'm trying to get the word of the Lord out of your spirit, and and so we can pass it on to the people. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So, how you been? I've been great. I've yeah. been great. I've been busy making moves. We're coming toward the end of the year, so I'm counting. I got 10 weeks left out here in these streets to yeah. accomplish these goals and Did I'm you just buy trying to house? go just trying to go hard. Okay. Planning planning for the next house. Yeah, hard yeah. in these streets. You know. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. When's so, the class? What class? The the financial literacy. Oh, freedom. it's coming. It's coming. Just I'm, wait for it. I, how wait long do I have to wait? It. Wait for it. <laughs> you know, I'm but trying people, to be free. It is, it is definitely coming. It is definitely coming. I'm I'm excited to to share um all the information and insight that God has given me over the course of the year, and um it's pretty dope. So right. How coming. much of it requires me to be disciplined? Oh, it it requires you oh, to be. Dang, I mean see, that that's. that's that's part of the formula. You don't have no magic pill. That's just the formula for success. Discipline uh, is in the formula. Geez, okay. Tell him, people. Like we, how, how many months in are we? And you didn't know that. Like I'm a little, I'm scared to ask about your goals. You know. Listen, listen. Don't be talking about my goals in public. I'm just saying. Okay? I'm just saying. So people, we we're down to ten weeks. Ten weeks before the year is over. Is that how much time we got left for real? I have seriously been counting. I've been looking at my vision board. Wow. I have been just going over it like, what can you do now, Kim? What I didn't is know it was ten weeks. Do? That's nothing. Man. That's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. I am so excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little excited, too, actually. Yeah, yeah. There's big things popping in 2017. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, heard. I mean, I don't want to, you know, spill all the beans, but there's some big things popping in 2017. Well. So, anyway, we're supposed to talk about something today. And since Kim made me pick the topic, um, I, that was God. Hello. Nah, nah, see. That was God. Oh, you're God? Is that what you're saying? I did not bring up the topic. <laughs> you did. All I said was, what are we talking about today? And I never answered, but exactly. you got an answer, you never right? Answered. I didn't get it. No, no. Nah, okay. See, I see what you're trying to I'm do. I'm just saying. I see Connect the dots, people. Are, is everyone keeping up? He asked a question. I did not provide an answer, but he had an answer. So then people 
who gave the answer? <laughs> you guys know who did it. So speaking of the answer, today's show we're talking about hearing the voice of God. Mm. And, and as the crowd goes silent, we're talking about mm-hmm. hearing the voice of God and really what that looks like and how it looks and if it's possible and where it becomes possible and in what methods or measures or anything like that, that it happens. And um, as I think about that concept of hearing the voice of God, as I think about the idea of hearing the voice of God, the first thing I have to say about it would be that you first, before anything else, have to believe that God is speaking and more specifically that he's speaking to you. Absolutely. Because I've met a lot of people that think God doesn't talk to them. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've met a lot nah. of people that thinks that God talks, but, you know, he only talks to the priests and he only talks to the preachers and the pastors, but he doesn't talk to regular people. Like, if they want to hear God, they have to go into the Bible and rummage through a bunch, do the whole God, show me what scripture thing, and let the Bible open wide up and pick whatever it falls open to and be like, oh, that's what Jesus is saying, and go from there. Mm, no, nah, I'm, I'm not against that. Right. I mean... His word is usually in the way in which he speaks. Yes. I mean, those are his words. I'm just saying. <laughs> However, not the sole purpose, not the sole method no. of how he speaks. No, um, absolutely not. But I think, first and foremost, if you're going to begin to talk about God talking and speaking and what's God saying and who's he saying it to, you have to be in a position where you believe that God is interested in speaking to you. And I think above all else, that means you have to be in a position where you believe that God is interested in your life in general. Because why else would he be talking to you if he wasn't interested in your life? Right. We don't we don't talk. We normally don't talk to people that we don't have interest in having a relationship with. Right. And uh, if we if we know anything about God, he's always interested in in a relationship. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) very true. Yeah, you. So, ladies, did you catch that? I'm just you know saying what? he's always interested in a relationship. <laughs> you looking in these streets for commitment, and he's trying to commit to you. I'm just saying. Yes, he most certainly is, and he gonna listen to you. He, they're gonna whisper sweet nothings. I love it all night long. Mm. He'll never tell you he's I'm too saying, busy to listen to me, you. Romance me, father. Romance me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I love it. But, yeah, so I think, you know, the first thing we have to do is get the idea that God is interested in our lives and interested in speaking to us. And so for all of those of you who might be listening right now who might think, you know, well, God doesn't talk to me. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't speak to me. Uh, You know, I'm just digging through his word for examples of things that I might need to do. Well, that's a form of him speaking to you, too. But, But beyond all of that, you have to know that Jesus is interested in your life and interested in guiding you through your life. Like what kind of king, what kind of father, what kind of friend would come to you and say, hey, I want you to do all of this stuff while you are living and it's gonna be difficult, but I'm not gonna tell you anything about how to do it or give you any kind of guidance or any kind of reference guide or anything like that. Just go out there and you know, throw a dart, see where it lands. Right. And and what about um, having a friend where it's in balance, you know, where I have all these um, things that I want out of the relationship. Right. But I'm not even going to give you the opportunity 
to let me know what you need. So, of course, we we serve a God that wants to hear what your needs are and what your desires are. So there there's always um, uh, space for a conversation between you and God. And that's you know, that just should be ongoing. Yeah. And I think it's like you said, you know, it is a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And so because it's a relationship, it's something that ends up always being a two way street. It's always about the exchange of communication. You know what I'm saying? If it becomes one-way communication, it's not a very effective relationship. Right. So it always becomes the exchange of communication. So you'll get people that often step up and they're like, well, I pray, but I never hear anything back. You know what I'm saying? I pray and I tell God how I feel or what I think or what I want most of the time. It usually goes towards what I want most of the time. But I tell God these things, but I never hear anything back. I never get an answer. What would you say to people who are like, I never I, get an answer? I would I hear say, then why lot. are you still praying? Ooh. That's I mean, Ooh. you, 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 why are you still praying? If, if, if there is no response, you're not getting any response. Why are you still involved in this real ritualistic activity? Yeah. Why? There are answers. Clearly, there are some answers to your prayers. You've seen some type of manifestation. There is some sort of faith that exists that keeps you coming back. Right. I'm 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 just, you know, I'm not I'm not one of those people that, um, is interested in believing that I serve a God that that does not hear and does not answer. The scripture says he hears and he answers. And it would just be weird if he didn't like what. If, how would you go about if you were talking to somebody like if I'm just having a conversation with you and I'm talking and I'm asking questions and I'm making points and I'm saying things and I'm inferring things and you just sitting there with the stone face like. You don't never say You would stop back. talking, which is why I have to ask, <laughs> why would someone continue praying when they're not receiving any type of answers? Right. I mean, never. And chances are that they are receiving an answer. They're just not seeing it. That's or right. Or they're just not hearing it. Absolutely. Or they're just not, because it's not the answer they want, they're just not being obedient to it. So they can't see the results of the answer that was given to them. Right. So, I'm curious. Yeah. How do you hear God? Because, well, you know, that's that's a common question. I can't hear him. Well, what does he sound like? What does he say? What does he do? Well, I think the very first step. So if you're someone. Or am with, I just hearing myself? Did well, I just say that? We'll, we'll get to that one. because that's. Did a big I just one. say that? Did I make that up myself? That's no, that's what really I want to hear. One. Yeah, that's a really big one. We'll like, get I think to that, that was me. Was that me or was that God? <laughs> but I think the first step in that question and getting the answer to that question is going to be reading the word of God. Oh, yeah. Because the Bible specifically said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was made flesh, and it dwelt among us. And we understand the word to be Jesus, and we understand that that word is he, and he is that word. So if we are reading this word, we are reading basically Jesus himself. We are reading God himself. And so in that, we are able to pull things out of that word. And I don't mean from a sense of, ooh, this looks just like what I'm going through. Maybe I can apply this example. That's cool, and that's one way. But I'm talking about reading the entirety of the Scripture and under, getting an understanding for the personality, the character, the integrity, oh, yeah. the attributes of Jesus himself. Absolutely. So that you can get to a place like we were talking about in a previous episode where you can get to a place where I know that he wouldn't say this because that's not in his character. You know what I'm saying? Or that's not in his personality. Right, right. So you get to a place where you are tuning yourself to the voice of God. 
you are learning what the voice of God sounds like by reading the word of God, which is his voice. Right. Yeah, that's 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 a huge like issue for me when when I find people that are not seeking God. And by seeking God, I mean like you're not you're not in your word. You're not uh, placing yourself in um, in communities mm-hmm. where his presence is. And, and by that, I mean, you know, whether whether you're um, uh, attending a church regularly, um, going to Bible study um, or surrounding yourself with individuals um, who believe who are believers I have a I have real trouble with those individuals because they they're like well I don't know what he's saying to me and I don't know what he's talking about well I well I'm waiting and I'm trying to hear but I don't know well it's like you said you're not positioning yourself to get the answer that you want right you know what I'm saying it's like picking up the phone and calling 411 which nobody does anymore it was like picking up the phone and calling information calling 411 asking a question and then putting the phone down. Right. You're not going to get an answer to the question if you put the phone down. You know what I'm saying? So you have to position yourself, like you said, in his word, around around the environment that procludes to him speaking. Um, and I think that's very important. And I don't think enough people do it. Like, the people that are out here talking about they can't hear God, they're not, like you said, spending time trying to associate themselves or put themselves in a position to be able to hear God. Right. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to speak specifically to the, to the new believer because we've all gone through the period where we're like, I, I, you know, I'm new to this. How do I hear him? Like, I mean, you're doing, come on now. Anybody that's listening to us right now, I need you to really think back to when you first found Christ, like you was doing the extra to try to hear him. Like you were like (laughs) stopping as you were walking, like, wait, was that, uh-huh. You know, yeah. when you saw the billboards, she was like, wait, wait, was that, was that you, <laughs> that God? That was a sign. Uh-huh. I think I it was that. you, God. Yep. You know, so, um, you know, everything was um, was highlighted and, like, put on the big screen. Like, somebody said, uh, I'm blessed and highly favored. You know, you know, you, then it was like, okay, I think they, what they said previously was a message from God. It was just very, very extra. So, what I'm trying to get to is that, you know, for the new believer and for those of us who have been in Christ a little longer, um, one of the key things to hearing his voice is paying attention. Because, you know, when you were a babe in Christ, you were paying attention to everything. So for the new believer, what you're doing right now in paying attention is is absolutely right. Start there. You need to pay attention. You need to be able to hone in on when God is speaking to you. The other thing in addition to that is that you really do have to create that time of worship, the time when you're in his presence, where you're seeking him out. You Those those extra um, hours that you're putting in of study time, the, the, the investment that you're making with the books and what you're learning more about him, all of that is important because you're finding out who this individual is that you're courting, who this individual is that you're dating, who this individual is that you're serving. And this all helps you to better understand the individual who you, you're gaining this relationship, who in this case is um, is our Lord and Savior. So I would encourage 
you know, the new believer to continue. And, and you know, people laughed. I, I can recall, like, really? Like, you're doing all that? You're going you gonna to study a little bit longer? you going back to Long's Bookstore? I don't even know if Long's Bookstore still Yo, exists. Yo, Long's Christian Bookstore, Lord have mercy. We was in there all the time, weren't all we? All the time. Yo, we was always in Long's. I mean, goodness gracious, y'all don't understand. <laughs> Yo, in there all the time. And then they opened up the outlet? Yes. Ooh, I, I actually pulled up into the outlet last week and I was like, look, y'all gone <laughs> hurt by this. But um, but yeah, definitely. So all the the paying attention is what's most important. And then the beautiful thing about the scriptures, it says that when we pray, he's near. And so it's not that any that you have sought God for that is fall that it falls on deaf ears it never falls on deaf ears the Bible says that um, he is not deaf nor is his hand shortened so he is a God that hears which which is what the scripture also says but then it says he hears and he answers so there is an answer to everything that you have asked him and he will provide an answer the scriptures support it. The scripture says, ask, seek, and knock. So there is absolutely no way that you could say anything to God and not receive an answer. He is going to answer. And he will answer things that aren't even questions. He will answer statements. He will answer thoughts. He will answer things that just breeze by you. But I think one of the most important things that you said in your space of being, uh, of, of looking around and, you know, is that God? Is that God? You know, is that sign a message from God? Or this person said they blessed and highly favored. Is that God speaking to me? All of that really talks back to the person being open to the opportunity of God speaking to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they are walking in an expectation that God is going to say something in my regular everyday walk around the block life. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. We all, we all, and I'm glad you said that because we all did it when we were new in Christ and sometimes a little bit later, we all did it when it was like, you know, we'd be driving down the street and we'd have some kind of question in our heart and we'd see, you know, uh, a billboard for Morgan and Morgan and they'd say 40 people. We'd be like, that's right. That's Jesus telling me that he is 40 people. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, but we would go that extreme, but. God speaks in all those little places. Yes, he does. You know what I'm saying? He sends signs like that all the time. Right. And do you remember people when we used to count the signs? Like, tell the truth. You used to be like, that's the third time today <laughs> uh-huh. that I heard that. That's the third time yep. today. You know, you were paying attention. And it's just so important that you continue to pay attention and you continue to seek him. I'm, I'm probably going to tell my age at this point. But there was a time when on the Apollo show, there was this lady oh, Lord. in the audience. She said the Apollo show. Go yes. Ahead. And this lady would sit in the front row of the Apollo show. Like if you've ever seen any of the episodes of the Apollo, there was a lady that was there all the time. She was there so much till every host of the Apollo show knew her. Yep. She was, you know, like be real extra. Mm-hmm. She would, you know, anytime somebody was singing, if they was good, you were going to see it displayed in her response. Because this lady was in the audience. I, I don't know. I guess she lived in, in New York. I do not know. But she was there. And so the point that I'm making is that um, she was in in such position and was so animated in her response that 
people that the, the the people responded to her. That's right. They acknowledged her. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no way that you can be in position with God and be seeking him out and being animated and and, and, and expressing yourself that he would ignore you. There is an answer. He absolutely there's just absolutely no way that God ignores No, I you. mean how are you gonna be, you know, throwing up flashlights and signs and waving right. your hands and begging sometimes begging for an answer begging for direction god show me god teach me god tell me god help me oh and he just gosh. gonna be silent i have to tell like, y'all like that doesn't how make many any sense was i in the prayer line for certain prayer <laughs> like god was like give that girl the wisdom that she has asked for <laughs> she has asked for it every prayer Absolutely. line she saw I could ride past a church and see a prayer line. I'm like, hold on, y'all. Let me get out real Yo, quick. Let me get in this uh, or, or when you went online and you filled out all of the prayer request forms on everybody's <laughs> website. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to make sure I'm covered. Yeah. But, but sometimes it's like that. And so I, I guess what we can take away from this first segment is if you're looking to hear God's voice, the first few steps are, number one, be in his word so you can become attuned to his voice understand what his voice sounds like, the kind of things that he would and would not say when he's speaking, understand his character, his personality, so on and so forth. Then you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention and be open to the opportunity that God is ready to speak to you, that he has an answer for your question. And then once you do that, be extra about it. You know what I'm saying? Go the extra mile and seek after the books and the resources and the YouTube videos and so on and so forth. And they don't all have to be on how do you hear God's voice. They can just be on certain segments of Christianity or certain teachings about living a better life or growing in your in your uh, chasing after Christ. And those things will all lead to the place where you will begin to recognize, wait a minute, I'm hearing something here. Like, hold on. I think I got an answer to this question that I've had, or I feel like I should go this direction, or I think God's telling me to do this, or you all, like we said earlier, you open up the Bible and boom, there's the word of the Lord telling you which way to go. So I think those are some of the preliminary steps in order to look forward to hearing God's voice. And when we come back from the break, we'll take it up another level and find out how do you tune your ear specifically so that you can end up hearing from him all day long. Uh-oh. Moment of clarity, Stefan G be back in a bit. He see me in the evening. Wanna catch all these feelings. Well, let me be the first to get my I envision the life of riding bands with thunder in the back. Moment of Clarity, it's your man, Stefan G. We back, and we are talking about hearing God's voice, and Kim's been hearing his voice the whole time we've been sitting here. I can see it in your face. I can tell he's just downloading into you over and over and over again. You got so much to say. Hear this guy. Jesus, Father in heaven, Lord, Savior, walk among us. 
You know what? <laughs> Holy Spirit. But um, I believe, so we were talking about hearing God's voice, and we were talking about kind of walking through the process, the preliminary process, like these are the things that we need to start on if we're going to be hearing God's voice. And so I also wanted to talk about, you know, okay, so I've done all those things, right? Mm-hmm. I've put myself around people that uh, kind of stir up the environment of hearing God's voice. I find myself in his word. I'm spending time seeking after him, seeking after his personality, his character, his integrity, all the traits of Christ. I am uh, walking in expectation of hearing his voice. I am um, paying attention to the things around me. And I think I'm starting to hear a little bit. You know, I hear a little bit here. I hear a little bit there. But I run into the space that almost every Christian runs into of, was that God or was that me? Was that me or was that God? Right. Wait, that sounded like, like I know I heard somebody said to do something, but is that was that just me get trying to push myself to get what I want? Was that just me saying what I wanted to hear, or was that God leading me in a particular direction? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that, Kim? Look, I still <laughs> deal with it. Okay, I don't. I really, truly, people do not believe that that ever stops. I don't think it does either. I'm I so mean, glad you, you said definitely, that. Definitely, you you have to you have to keep in mind that um, the the things that God, the plans that God have for you has for you, that they're good and not evil. Right. Right. And sometimes the things, you know, many times in most cases, the things that you want for yourself are good things. Oh yeah. Like you know. You're not you're not asking for anything that even is nearly connected to sin, right? It, it, at least in your eyes, like yeah. there's absolutely like God. I'm just asking. I'm asking for this new job. Yeah, like, that's you know, it. You know, and so um, does does God want you to to prosper? Absolutely. Does He want you to thrive? Absolutely. So you run into those occasions where you're like, okay, is He telling me to leave or is He telling me to stay? If He's telling me to leave or is He telling me to stay? Um, how do you deal with them? You know, quite honestly, sometimes it requires you to do a little bit of a self-assessment. Like, a lot of times it requires you to do a little guys, bit of Guys, I tried to downplay it. I really did. I just, you know, God. Listen, I know for me, when I get to that place of being like, wait, was that me or was that God? Like, I really have to, number one place I have to go is my motives. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was going to so, say you have to start with the why. Like, yeah, like, why do I want this? Why do I want this? First, I have to define exactly what it is that I want. Right. What exactly is it that I'm asking for here? And then why do I believe that, number one, this is a good direction for me to go? And number two, do I be, am I in a place where I think I deserve this? Am I in a place where I just want it? Am I in a place where I'm trying to do it for the betterment of other people? Am I doing it for myself? Like really dig into the why of the thing. Right. And then I also believe that when you get into that place of is it me or is it God, you have to look at the purpose of the item. You know what I'm saying? So what am I supposed to be doing in my life? What does my purpose look like? What does my identity look like? And does this thing that I think I've heard further that agenda or does it detract from that agenda? Right. And sometimes it's neither. Yeah. Like sometimes it's neither. Sometimes it just is. And then here's the big kicker. And this is where I really kind of wanted this portion segment to go to. So when you find yourself in that place of is it me or is it God? Like, did I say that or did he say that? Did he tell me to, to put my hands on this person and pray for them? 
or is that just something I'm trying to do because I want to, you know, I want to pray for them and I want to, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. And I believe one of the most important aspects of that is to be open to stepping out on faith. So for me, there are times that I will feel like God says, you need to pray for that person. We'll just use that example. Okay. Random, I'm walking through the mall, random person walking through the food court. We all walking through the food court. Somebody catches my eye and I hear, go pray for them. And first, of course, I'm like, wait, who, huh? Nah, see, for me, that's an easy one. I'm like, that's all God, because I wouldn't say that to myself, right? right? So that's a good filter right there is determining, is this something that you would tell yourself to do? Or is this something right. that if you were asked to do it by any other means, you would shy away from doing it? But let's say it is something you would do. Let's say I'm on this prayer kick and I just want to pray for everybody. So I'm walking through the food court. Something says, go pray for that person. For me, I see it as, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to attempt to do this, but I'm going to keep myself open and attuned while I'm attempting to do this. So it's very possible that I might walk towards this person, get ready to open my mouth, get ready to say something to them, get ready to talk to them about praying for them, and then hear God say, no, don't do it, and be able to pull myself back, almost like you know going up the mountain and the ram in the bush. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. I believe there's also an aspect of stepping out on faith and believing, especially if the things that you want, like you said, are good and not evil, believing that there's an opportunity for you to hear God's voice while you're in the process of achieving that thing. The other thing I wanted to say is I also think there's a place where you have to be open to the opportunity of getting it wrong. You got to be open to the opportunity, the possibility of getting it wrong. Like we too often put this Christianity thing in the jar of perfection and it's not in the jar of perfection right and there's going to be days that you're going to think you heard god's voice and you didn't you just said it to yourself because it was something that you wanted and you get it wrong and that helps to tune you to his voice even more because now you you know after hearing the voice wrong so many times you start to recognize okay now i know what my voice sounds like so not only have i in tune myself to his voice but I've also entuned myself to my voice and I begin to be able to draw a distinction between the two of them. Okay. I've, I've never actually considered that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something that I try every once in a while. Okay. I, I, I think one of the things that I definitely want to cover in hearing God's voice is, you know, I really think I'm not quite sure if we've really hit the nail on the head with how can I hear from God? No, not at all. You know, so I I, I want to um, make sure that we do that. And I think one of the ways one there's a couple of things that we definitely have to cover when it comes to hearing the voice of God. Please don't get it twisted, people. But holiness is required. Holiness. Say that again, please. And um, say that again, I'm, please. I'm not, you know, holiness. It's absolutely required um, in order to 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 be drawn into his presence to to be able to identify identify his voice holiness is absolutely required um the other thing that is required that that we have not touched on is that a consecrated place that he can enter into so this place is sacred and hopefully that place is your temple hopefully it is your body um, what, and, and why why are these things important? Because we don't want to create any barriers that would hinder him right. 
from entering into the same space that we would enter into. And there's certain things that, that will. We are in. You know what I'm saying? Like we talk about sin. They say the punishment for sin is death. The definition of death is simply separation. separation. Right. Um, because in the Hebrews, in Hebrew, in Hebraic thought, um, they considered the worst thing that could possibly happen to you is being separated from God. So that was the equivalent to being dead to them is just being separated from God. So that separation, anything that you do that would that would grow or create that separation hinders your ability to hear him. Right. It's like, you know, you and I standing five feet away from you, me, you can hear each other real good. But then 10 feet away, it's a little bit more difficult to hear. And then 15 feet away and 25 feet away and 100 feet away and. 500 feet away and now I'm yelling to hear you and it's still a faint voice in in your ears. Right. And that's why it's so important when you're when you're not able to hear God. And and I I don't know that I would direct this at new believers, but I would definitely say but when you're trying to hear the voice of God or when you when, when you can't hear the voice of God, that's the first place that you need to check is your life. Oh like, yeah. What are there any barriers that I have built to keep God out? What do I need to remove? What is what is unholy in my life? You know, where where do I what do I need to purify myself of? You know, maybe I need to go through a purification process. Um, Maybe you need to fast. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Maybe you need you know abstain from some things. Yeah, you know, so um, you definitely want to you definitely want to make sure that that's on point in your life so that you can hear the voice of God. And I like that you said the place of consecration as well, because when we think of our temple, we also also, we so often think of it as a physical thing. And it is. But we don't understand or we don't take into consideration sometimes things that enter that temple don't always enter through the means that we associate with. So when you're talking about being consecrated in your temple, that also means drowning out the noise of everyday life, right? Turning off the TV, turning off the political rhetoric, turning off the gossip, turning off the things that are entering in, even like gluttony and and trying to eat a whole bunch of sweets and foods and blah, blah, blah. All of those things can clog the airwaves that are bringing the sound to you from heaven. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, those, those are most certainly important to to include in your um in in obtaining a life where you can hear God and you hear God regularly. Um the the other thing is that I I believe for myself and other people may deal with this in hearing the voice of God. Um I think it's important to be aware of your senses. Um the smells, the things that you touch, um, um your hearing, your sight, uh your taste. There are just, for me, in hearing God, I, I tend to sense his arrival. I can smell when <laughs> either he's there or something else is not there. There's just a, a number of different ways in which I got ministers to me. And right. so um, I, I, I say that's important because people listen through their senses. Mm-hmm. And so... Hearing requires you to develop the ability to listen. And so in listening, that would engage your senses. And so um, I would take the, I would encourage people to take some of the ways in which you hear man. You know, I'm not really sure how you receive information, how you hear from man. Um, sometimes some people watch your lips move and say, they can say, oh, no, I know you're saying a whole different thing than what's coming out of your mouth. 
um, because they're that in tune with mankind. And so I say take those same principles that you use with mankind and apply it in your relationship with Christ because he recognizes that that is how you receive information and therefore may speak to you in that manner. Exactly. And that was one of the things that I was just about to say is be aware of how you best receive information. If you are a visual learner, if you are auditory learner, if you are a kinesthetic learner, understand that about yourself and recognize that God is going to speak to you in the way that he feels will best be received by you because he wants to get the message through to you. We, we can't continue to allow Christianity to be perceived as if God doesn't want to talk to you. Right. He does want to talk to you. Absolutely. He wants to talk to you. He wants to, to kick it around with you. He wants to laugh with you. He wants to tell Jesus has really bad corny jokes sometimes. He wants to tell those, you know what I'm saying? He wants to speak. He wants to have that relationship with you. And I think sometimes we, we walk in Christianity, talk about Christianity, allow preachers and pastors and ministers to speak to us as if God doesn't want to talk to us. And that's just simply not true. So understanding what your pathways of reception are and how you best receive information most certainly will help you to be able to hear how when God is speaking to you because he's going to talk to you in the way that he knows is going to get through. He wants it to get through. And and for the people that, that are struggling with being able to hear God, I, you know, I encourage you to just be honest because there are times when I have talked to God, I've, you know, gone over some things with him and I haven't received an answer. And I'm the first one to just, you know, that after my prayer, um, if I'm, you know, if I'm praying about something over a course of a number of days, you know, I, I'll leave the prayer and I say, I just need you to know, <laughs> I still don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> uh-huh. So I just want to be clear. <laughs> I ain't holding this process up, you yeah. know, or whatever. So I, I just encourage you, you know, as you're, as you're seeking God and as you're awaiting your answers and his responses that, um, you know, you let God know, God, I still, you know, I haven't heard you. Maybe you have spoken to me. And I missed it. You know, can you repeat that? Can you bring yeah. it back? Bring it back. I need it again. You know, um, sometimes we miss it. We're human, you know, and I um, I think it's OK. It's OK to let God know, you know, be I, I encourage you always to be authentic. Please. Be who that, you are I was so God. getting ready to say that. Like, in fact, I think we'll go to a break and we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Authenticity. Yeah, because I think the authenticity with Christ and being honest with Christ is going to go a long way in you hearing from God. Um, because if you're lying to yourself and you're lying to him, right. or you're not being you know, authentic yourself, authentically yourself with him, then what you think you hear might not be him, and you might hear stuff that you don't think you hear, and it could just turn into a whole big mess, just mm. like that statement was. Confusion. Yeah, just okay. conf- as confusing as was that last sentence I said. Yeah, because <laughs> I lost, I got lost. I don't know about you guys. It was like, a, after he said a couple of them, I was like, yeah, I'm going to stop. I'm going to try It could be crying. just like that. So, moment of clarity, Stefan G. We'll be back in a second. Yeah. 
Moment of clarity, it's your man Stefan G. And boy, if y'all could have heard the conversation we just had in the middle of that break, baby. Yes. Ooh, I love me Jesus some is Jesus. coming back. Yes, he is. Okay. He coming, boy. He coming. Uh, okay. Coming in a Hyundai. Uh. <laughs> I guess. I, I hope he coming in a Honda. Then I know I'm called. Hey! You I feel what? that thing right Switch now. Switch your tail down somewhere. Feel it. So we, was talk, we were talking. We was. Ooh, Jesus. I just said we was talking. Mm, you heard it. Um, mm. We were talking about... Uh, authenticity with Christ. Mm. And I want to take a minute to to kind of step in that moment for a second because if you want if you really want to hear God's voice, if you really want it. <laughs> if you really want it. If you really want to hear God's voice, one of the things you have to do is you have to be honest with God about where you are and what you're feeling and what you're thinking and what's going on and all of that stuff because it is oh so very important. Oh so very like for real though like you can't be going to god trying to act like everything's okay because he already knows everything's yeah, not okay he knows everything like give it up it, it's not even worth it. it's too heavy anyway it like, is it's like, like let I, it god, go. I can't be fake like you know me listen you said you knew every hair like you see this hair right here like it ain't laying down right you have to be able to be honest with god you have to be authentic i'm so authentic with god like i go to god plenty of times i'm like listen listen this was supposed to be handled by now one of my favorite sayings, they be like, I tell God all the time, they say, you always right on time, but FPL say you late. <laughs> right. Bright House say you late. Right. I'm going to you to get this going. They lying on you, God. They lying on you. They you need to make this happen. So it's very important that we're authentic with God. That way, I, and what authenticity does is it allows, it opens us up, you know, because now we've released whatever that burden is, whatever that strength is, whatever that confusion is, whatever that question is, we've released it. And now we, there's a space for him to speak into. Um, and when he begins to speak into that space, I'm trying to tell y'all, listen, when God starts talking, listen, God like runs off at the mouth. Like for real though. Like once he gets you in a place where he know you listening, he going to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And I'm trying to tell you. And talk. Let's just talk about the fact that I'm not really sure if in eternity they have clock. <laughs> because, like, it's no time. It's like, God, you know I'm in a different time zone, right? Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm sleeping right now, just trying to get my Z's in. I'm just saying. So um, he'll wake you up to have a conversation. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, you up? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not up. I'm not. You are now. You're talking, so... I mean, God will definitely send that you up text. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. I'm I'm asleep. Yeah. And so, so, you know, take all these things into consideration that we're talking about. And, and hearing God is not as difficult as people try to make it out to be. You know, I hear a lot of my friends always talking about it. Well, I didn't hear an audible voice for God. Well, you 99.999% of the time, you're not going to hear an audible voice. You're not going to hear a booming sound from the sky. Like it's a plane flying by. Mm. 
that you hear with your external ears. Yeah, and let me tell you, when he, if he ever should grace you with an audible voice, it's gonna scare the daylight. I know that's you. right. Like, okay. if he and and nine times out of ten, when he did that, it was because something wasn't going the way it was supposed to be going. So that audible voice piece, he could really keep that. Like, yeah, I'll trust me, because I was like, oh no, nah, because <laughs> I'm about to get checked in someplace right now. <laughs> you know, I'll keep with the sweet, small, still voice. Yes, <laughs> and we'll work with that. Yes. Um. But just be open to the idea, like we said earlier, that God is going to be speaking to you, that he is invested in speaking to you. He desires to speak to you, and he's going to use many different methods to do so. It might be something that he shows you. It might be a scripture that he leads you to. It might be a feeling inside your heart. It might be an emotional reaction to something that triggers you asking him a question that he can then respond to. There's a lot of different ways that God uses to speak to people. He might sit you down and be like, start writing. And as you start writing, he's speaking to you through your writing. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of different ways that God will speak and talk to us. Let's not limit him. And more specifically, let's not limit him based off what we want to hear. A lot of people will shut God down because they're only listening for a particular answer. The reason you can't hear God's voice is because you only want to hear him say yes to what you want. And if he doesn't say yes to what you're asking him for, you don't hear anything else. And so you have to be open to the fact that he might say no. He might say wait. He might say not right now. He might say not like this. He might say a lot of different things to whatever your question might be. But be open to it. Be open to him directing you. And one thing I like to do with God, which kind of helps me, is I stopped asking yes or no questions. Mm. I only ask open-ended questions. That way I can get a full picture answer. Mm. Because if I ask yes or no questions, I can answer yes or no. I can misinterpret yes or no. Or I can hear absolutely nothing because the answer isn't yes or no. But when I ask an open-ended question, Lord, what direction do you want me to go with this? Now I give him space to really provide a bountiful answer for me. A bouquet of answers, a plethora of answers. I I like to, there's a couple of things, because as you were talking, I saw something. So now I'm, See? I'm gone. He talking. He talking I'm already. Gone. So, so one of the ways in which God speaks to us, so that there's a couple of things I want to make sure I say. It's very much like a hurricane, right? So I'm going to liken the actual answer to the hurricane. But before the hurricane ever actually manifested, right? before you actually ever heard it, because we're likening that to the voice of God, we're saying that is the answer. Are you with me, people? Yeah. Okay. There were a lot of things happening in the water. Right. Right? So the fish were responding, mm-hmm. right? Every, all, all the sea creatures were responding. The The coral was responding. Everything was responding. The birds flew away. Yes. Yeah. So what I am saying is, you know the answer because of what the earth is doing. Right. Long before you hear the voice or you ever see landfall, you know, before you ever see the hurricane come. So what I am trying to tell you is pay attention to that information. Right. Start saying, okay, so I know this happened this week. I know I've been asking about it. This car, I got three things in the mail. I don't know. So now you're just saying, oh, God, is this connected to my answer? Right. Okay, you don't have an answer yet. Okay, you're still trying to figure it out. But you put in the pieces 
together. Mm-hmm. You're putting the pieces together. This is very important. The other thing that I would encourage um, all of us to do, all of us, you know, me included, me included, is create the practice of listening. Mm, create the practice one. of just sitting in a space where it is quiet. So today, today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I, I don't want you to close your eyes if you're driving. Please, people. <laughs> please, this is not what I'm saying. But today, just take 10 minutes, 10 minutes and quiet yourself and just ask God a bunch of questions and just sit for and, 10 minutes. And train your mind to turn off. Yes. Because I know there was a period of time in my life where I would try to quiet myself and my mind would just start popping and thinking and popping and thinking. It would run to the laundry and it go from the laundry to work tomorrow and it go from work tomorrow to lunch tomorrow and it go from lunch tomorrow to dinner last night. And then from dinner last night, I remember I need to get some gas and that made me think about my car. And like, I I wasn't quiet. Right. I wasn't listening. And you may do that today. You may That may actually happen today and that is okay. Because all I want you to do is commit to the 10 minutes. Right. Just commit. Let God see that you are serious about wanting to hear from him. You're serious about wanting to hear his voice. So simply try to create the practice and the habit of saying, God, I'm not only going to just give you 10 minutes. Like, you, you know, I don't want you to just think, hey, all I got to do is give God 10 minutes. So I'm not saying that. So I'm saying I want you to tell God, God through your actions that, God, I really want to hear you. And as an effort to show you that I want to hear you, I'm going to quiet myself for 10 minutes. And if you can go longer, absolutely go longer. If, if you can't, if, if five minutes is all you can do or is what you stick to within that time, say, God, I am trying. I, I want to hear you. And so create that habit and that space of God. This is your time. Speak. Holy Spirit, speak. Speak to me. I want to hear you. I dare you to challenge God to speak to you. Oh, he'll speak. Oh, yes, he will. He will speak. Believe um, that. So... You know, that's my two cents, people. And what a great two cents it was, too, wasn't it? It's worth more than that, okay? (laughs) I just want you to know. (laughs) Listen, the key to today's radio show. Listen. Right. Just listen. Right. And, and, And it's going, trust me when I tell you, God is going to speak. God desires to communicate with you. He desires to have an exchange of ideas, an exchange of passion, an exchange of of hurts, an exchange of loves, an exchange of excitement, victories, joys, everything. He wants to be in a relationship with you. And just like any good relationship, it all starts with what? Conversation. It all starts with conversation. And then conversation grows into understanding. Understanding grows into intimacy. Intimacy grows into romance. Romance grows into love making. And ooh, Jesus. So anyway. <laughs> I'm going to have to catch y'all next week. <laughs> All right, people. Moment of Clarity, Stefan G. See y'all next time. Watching for me, shouldn't be here, bro. I don't know how I got here, but I'm here though. Someone's watching for me, shouldn't be here, bro. I got one life, I'ma live it till I drop, live it till I drop, live it till I drop. I got one life, I'ma live it till I drop.